destiny for his church and for you hallelujah so isaiah 21 verse 11 says watchman how far gone is the night and i taught you the world after christ the son of god left the earth is called the son of righteousness in malachi chapter 4 is called the sun s-u-n just like the sun outside during the day is shining when the sun is gone the world is in darkness after the jews rejected our lord jesus christ this world is in darkness the church like the moon should be the testimony of god in this night in this night in this darkness like the moon as i've been taught at school the moon is a dead body the moon has no light of itself the moon only reflects the rays of the sun in the absence of the sun the moon reflect the rays of the sun therefore god's church is a testimony to the world like the moon is and when the church reflect Christ in his fullness, it's like the full moon. And then Christ will be fully glorified in the earth. Hallelujah. Watchman, how far gone is the night? The watchman was answering, the morning cometh and also the night. Because at the morning the rapture takes place. And Jesus is called not only the sun issue in of righteousness, but is called the morning star. Hallelujah. And when the morning star appears, it is still dark. It is just the breaking of the day. And at the rapture on Thursday, I will show you when Jesus come at the rapture, he come as the morning star. Hallelujah. As the morning star. But then the prophet Isaiah chapter 11 says that the morning comes. Why is he saying but also the night? Because when the morning breaks for the church, it will still be night for the world. Then the great tribulation, it's called the tribulation the great. The Bible says there was never yet a time of perplexity and fear and of 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 tragedy uh, and of catastrophe like that time will be at that time the four horses will be fully released in that time after the church is gone the bible speaks of seven seals after the seven seals come seven trumpets after the seven trumpets comes seven plagues and if you read revelations you will be shocked 
to see the plagues that is coming upon the world. Because God is going to judge the world for rejecting His plan and His purpose. The world need to know this world belongs to God. This world and earth belongs to God. It does not belong to the governments of the world. It does not belong to the presidents, the prime ministers, or anybody else. It belongs to God and is going to come and clean it up all and fully. Then Jesus will be King of Kings and Lord of Lords to the glory of God. Hallelujah. The watchman said, why don't you ask? He says, it's time to return to God. And that's the purpose of our teaching. And our teaching is called the countdown to the rapture. Hallelujah. What is the purpose with this? The purpose is to tell the church there's very little time left. What we need to do, we need to do now. The, the purpose of the teaching is... To tell you, not everybody in the church will be prepared to pay the price and to take up their cross. But God will use a pioneer group to go ahead, the remnant. Hallelujah, you hear the word remnant much today. I can tell you, over 30, 36 years ago, I was sitting in our dining room studying the word of God. And God told me, Edgar, I want you to help raising for me a remnant, a remnant that is over 36 years ago. I'm 49 years, a born again, vibrant Christian serving the Lord and over 36 years in the ministry to the glory of God. We have our own Bible school that's run for 12 years. So what I'm teaching you is updates what we teach in our Bible school to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time to beautify the bride. It's time to raise up a army for God. The church is far away from a army where you find people under authority. No, today the church is mostly, you don't tell me what to do. Man, there is hardly soldiers. But I thank God they are emerging in the world. I see it in Africa. I see in Europe. I see in America how God is raising up a remnant. They are not, they are not a, 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 a group that can boast and brag. It's just normal Christianity that you will see in their lives. Normal Christianity. The other are backslidden. But it will be like Gideon who wanted to go with 32,000 to war. After sifting and testing and shaking. You know what? how many Gideon ended up? He ended up with 300. That is the remnant. Are you, are you with me? Even in Elijah's day he taught he's alone left. But the Lord said, I've kept 7,000 as a remnant. But the 7,000 in comparison with the other multitudes were just a remnant. We will have mega churches. We will have a great revival. 
But my friend, I can tell you next time when I teach, I will show you who will be in this remnant and how you need to move to be in this remnant. Wow! Even out of the fivefold ministers, not everyone will want to be qualified. They're not prepared to do the will of God and prepare to take up the cross. David, who is a type of our Lord Jesus Christ, his name means beloved. Jesus is the beloved Son of God. He, David, selected five stones out of all the stones that were there because it was stones that was in a brook. Not where water ran over it regularly. Where the prophetic word cut away in the character and the persons of those people. Hallelujah. And it's with those stones the Lord will bring down principalities and powers. Those are the giants. And I wish I can speak to you about those five giants. Because Goliath had four other brothers that David later killed. Even one of those giants had six fingers on one hand, six toes on the other foot. In other words, he, we, uh, uh, six is the number of humanity. Six is the number of carnality. Man was birthed and came into being on the sixth day. Wow! And the number of the Antichrist, with which we're going to end tonight, to show you who is the Antichrist. But I want to show you mainly that the spirit of the Antichrist is already rife in the church, in the world, working again. Hey Amen! You might love Jesus. That's not enough. You must love the Lordship of Jesus. The spirit of the Antichrist is in the place of Christ. Wow! It is people who love Jesus just as a savior and later on they will even turn against the lordship of Christ. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. But I'm running ahead of time. Hallelujah! So I taught you about the four horses. Do you have that? And the fourth one there, he, he was a gray, green, gray, pale horse. And he had the spirit of pandemic, of, of a pestilence. This is what is happening now. A pestilence, a virus. There is the pale, greenish, copper green, dead green horse running already. Wow, what a shock. What a shock. And we don't wake up and we don't return. It's time to repent, church. It's time to return to the basics of Christianity. We don't preach the gospel and we don't preach even and teach without the cross. Hey, the church is powerless without the cross. It's the crucified believers that has the power of God and has the wisdom of God. It's the Elijah came to restore the altars. I'm preaching to you to restore the altars in the church. Hallelujah. What is an altar? It's a place you die on where your eagle, your pride, your own, uh, uh, your own uh, self-confidence dies. Paul came and he says, 
I preach with fear and trembling. You hardly see many who preach and wait on God. No, everything is in a book. Every, the notes are there. They don't need to even pray and seek the face of God. And I am so scared to preach. I am so scared when people ask me to preach because I need to wait on God. What to preach? Where to preach? What is the word for tonight? No, people have self-confidence. You might think, why do I preach and teach like this? The mantle of Elijah, it was prophesied, is over me. Ahab, who was a weak leader in Israel, he said to Elijah, you are a troubler in Israel. You are a problem for us. And they wanted to kill with Jezebel Elijah because Elijah anointing come against uh, idolatry. It comes against false leadership. It comes against my brother and sister. Therefore, you need to pray for those uh, who are coming to you with the mantle of Elijah. Hallelujah. That was prophesied over me. And there are hundreds of us in the world today. And they are coming forth now. Hallelujah. To the glory of God. Let me get into what I want to teach tonight. But before that, Thursday, please, I will teach to you about the last days and the last hours and the last times. That's all in the Bible. In other words, days, hours, and times. Wow. And I will teach to you that Joseph is key to understand. These days and Enoch is key to understand these days and maybe Thursday I will teach to you and tell you who are those two witnesses in Revelations 11 but tonight I will end our teaching first I need to now tonight show you the times of the Gentiles it is up wow the times we are living in mercy time. We are living in borrowed time. We are living in grace time. This is this time. Wow. The times of the Gentiles is up. Wow. And I will show you. Please turn to Luke 21. And I want to read to you verse 24. And if I give you a reference of scripture... Please go read it in your leisure time because I don't have all the time to read all of them. Okay, otherwise I will teach maybe still other eight uh, sessions. But I want to you also to use your time to study the word of. If you think it's futile, then you don't know God's ways, because even the end of the book of Revelations. He says, Jesus says, I've sent my, my angel to give you this prophecy. This prophecy is for the churches. Wow, it's for the churches. And he says, I am the root and the offspring of David. Wow, and I give you this for the churches. You see, if you know that your God knows tomorrow's news today, it gives you confidence in him. It makes you a greater worshiper. 
You will adore him. There's no religion that can tell you what will happen in the future. It's only God who knows tomorrow's news like yesterday's news. Wow, praise God. And he wants you to marvel at him. But he also wants to tell you, you're secure in him. He also through that want to tell you, get rid of baggage, become more holier, become more serious, and serve the living God. Hallelujah. Amen to the glory of God. So I'm teaching to you tonight the times of the Gentiles. And you will see the times of the Gentiles. It has been revealed to Daniel the prophet. Amen. And it is summed up in Daniel chapter 2 and in Daniel chapter 7. But I'll get there now. I'm reading to you Luke 21 verse 24. Uh, and this, what goes on before this from verse 20. It was Jesus prophesying to the Jews that after he leave the earth, there's gonna come a time of great persecution. And it came in 70 AD, 70 years after Christ. The Romans came and they destroyed Jerusalem. And they didn't leave any stone on one another just as Jesus prophesied. And the Bible says they have bashed the children against the rocks. They have ripped the Jerusalem apart. And then the Bible says in verse 24, that will go on because the power is with the Gentiles. Gentiles is none, they are non-Jews. Everybody who are not an Israelite and a Jew, we are Gentiles. Okay, it's also called in the Bible the nations. Praise God, we are the nations, the Gentile nations. And verse 24 will say, this thing will go on, that power is in the hands of the Gentiles, until, until what? Amen. It says, until Jerusalem is fully back in, Jer in Judaism, Israel's governance. Wow. And do you know when that happened? It happened already. Until happened already. It was in 1967. Remember 1948? The Jews got back their own land, the birth of the nation of Israel, 1948. You must go and study and see that. 1948 also, the United Nations start. It was also that the apartheid government came into power in 1948. But 1967, it was a phenomenal happening. And it's called the Six-Day War. Why six days? Because God gave mankind six days. And the seventh day will be the millennium. Because in 2 Peter chapter 3, Peter says, whenever people mock you about times, they, he says, this fact escaped, escaped their notice. That with the Lord, a thousand years is as one day. And one day 
is as a thousand years. Can you imagine that God measures time like that? In other words, before God, when the world is a thousand years undergo, to God it's like a 24-hour day. Wow! Now the Bible says the, in Genesis, it was in six days that God made the heavens and the earth. Rearrange it. And the seventh day, he rested. Wow! And those days, Peter says you must take it as thousand years. In other words, Adam was formed and created the sixth day. Do you have me? So the sixth day is the day of man. And 1967, it was called the Sixth Day War. You know why? And, and the Bible says at that time, Jerusalem was back in the hands of the Jews. I'm reading to you verse 24. And they will fall by the edge of the sword. And will, and will be led captive, this is the Jews, into all the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Do you know after the Six Day War, the soldiers cried and wept of Israel. And they said, finally, after more than 2,000 years, or nearly two, the Jerusalem is back in Jewish hands. Wow! But they, in the Great Tribulation, they will be scattered again across the world. Do you hear me? But even Jerusalem... Has even after the Six Day War 1967, the Bible says, or history tells us, 2018, 2018, the President of the United States of America declared to the world that Jerusalem is by God's right and by history's right, it belongs to the Jews. As their capital. The world went ballistic. The nations were upset. The Arab world were upset. But what he stated was so true. And it was so real. And they even. America moved the embassy. From Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And God bless the United States of America. And I've showed you last week. That therefore I have this book here, Jerusalem, in the middle is the USA. If you spell Jerusalem, you get USA. And I taught you that the 40, 45th president of the United States of America, who is Donald Trump, you'll find him in Isaiah 45. Go read it there. And the Lord will say, I've called you by your surname. I gave you a title. You will be like Cyrus. 
and you will give my people their city in and its full rights. It's right there, my brothers and sisters. I tell you by divine scriptures, the holy scriptures, laugh at it, make it off whatever. Man, you need to take note. Watchman, how far is the night? Wow, how far is the night? And you know, the Jews even coined a, a, a money coin after Donald Trump did this for them. And on one side of the coin is the face of Cyrus, and on the other side of the coin, Donald Trump. And Cyrus means a wall. And Donald Trump, by the grace of God, with a majority in the United States of America, the Christian coalition brought him to power in a shocking way to the world. A shocking way to the world. The world still cannot take it. Even CNN and many news channels are fighting him all the way because he's like a wall. Cyrus means a wall. I tell you, it's maybe the last opportunity for America to do for God what they must do. After this man is gone, I don't know, but he's a wall and said to the world, the church can preach what they want. Gone is abortion. Gone is this that you keep the Bible and you keep prayer out of schools. What president has done this? He has done more for the church than even many ministers. Wow. Praise God. Amen to the glory. So please pray for the president of the United States of America to the glory of God. I'm not a fan of this. I just state to you what is really taking place. The Lord says, I call you by your surname because after the seals comes the trumpets and, and the seals are now already here in the four horses and I tell you the trumpets is blowing loud and clear for the church. 9-11 was a, was a wow moment in the United States of America and for the world when four aircrafts taken by the Arabs flew into two of them into the Twin Towers in New York and to, the other one on the way to the White House and the other one on the way to America's military might the Pentagon. Wow, what a shock. I'll tell you maybe next week. There were four winds released on 9-11. Hallelujah. Given the revelation to a great man of God in the United States of America. Hallelujah. The same prophet who was caught up into heaven. This man of God. He said, as the coronavirus broke out. He said, God showed him in a vision where this virus came from. And where in a lab. And wherever and what in China. And God wants to release now the mantle of John G. Lake into the church. Where the church will be able to raise the dead. And pray for incurable diseases to the glory of God. We expect a mighty revival. 
We expect a mighty move of God to the glory of God. The church is going to go with a bang and with power and with glory. And we need to prepare for that. Amen. Let me show you the times of the Gentiles. Hallelujah. And I'm summing up. You'll see the times of the Gentiles in Daniel chapter 2. Please go read it. And Daniel chapter 7. And in Daniel chapter 2, because when Nebuchadnezzar took the Jews captive as exiles, and also like Rome after Christ, 70 years after Christ, Nebuchadnezzar leveled the temple and Jerusalem to the ground, and he took the Jews captive. Just like the Romans, in uh, 70 AD, Nebuchadnezzar took them to Babylon. Wow. And that was the start of the times of the Gentiles. Wow. Do you hear me? And then Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And he dreamt of a mighty giant of a statue of a man. And the dream alarmed him so much that he said he need to get the interpretation of this dream. And in this giant of a man was the whole history of the Gentiles locked up. Wow. The dream was so serious to him that the Bible said he called his magicians his wise men. He called these astrologers and he said they must interpret this dream for him. If they cannot, he's going to kill them and level their houses and families to the ground. So serious it was. And the magicians could not interpret it. And Daniel would have also died because Daniel also lived and worked in the palace. But when Daniel heard of it, he went to Nebuchadnezzar and he said, don't worry. I have a God that knows all history and all visions and dreams. You know what Nebuchadnezzar said to his magicians? I won't even tell you the dream. They said, but how can a person interpret a dream if we don't know what the dream is? He says, no, I'm scared. You're going to lie and congregate together and come with wrong interpretation. So I won't tell you the dream, but I'm going to kill you if you cannot give the interpretation. But oh, the God in heaven, Daniel with his three friends, Sadrach, Misach, Abednego, went and go seek the face of God. Our church of which I am and my wife Letitia is the pastors. I tell you, therefore, God gave me the name for our church. Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church. Because I'm an admirer of Daniel. A man, when angels come to him, this was the way they greeted him. They said, Daniel, man of high esteem. Daniel, you have a name in heaven. Man, don't worry about the name among people. Have a name among in heaven to the glory of God. The apostle Paul had even a name in the kingdom of darkness. Satan said, Jesus I know and Paul I know. 
but many people have a name in the circles of humanity, but not a name before God and not a name in the kingdom of darkness. That's a church. That's a man of God. That's a man of God that Satan knows. Wow, let me go further and rush. Because I want to show you too where America is in the Bible. What a shock and what a blessing. And you know, Daniel came back and in a nutshell, Daniel said, you saw a giant of a man. The head is of gold, Nebuchadnezzar. And that is you. It's your kingdom. It's of gold. And this statue, before I forget, Daniel, uh, the dream was in metal form. Because this is from man's point of view, how man value their government. Gold, silver, and all. And, but you will see a decrease in value and end up in clay and iron. I'll get there now. That's Daniel chapter 2. But in Daniel chapter 7, which I'm going to tell you after this, uh, showing you a little bit of, the, of this metal of a giant of a man, I will show you in Daniel 7 the same kingdoms, but from God's point of view. But from God's point of view, Daniel 7, they are in animal form. They are in beast form. Because a beast and an animal has no sense of God. No fear and respect for God. So God's point of view is in Daniel chapter 7. And human man's kind of value view is in Daniel chapter 2. Here we go. Daniel said the head is you, O king, the king of Babylon. You are now governing as a kingdom, the world, a superpower. You are now the empire of the world. The head is of gold. But the breast and the shoulders and the two hands is of silver. That is the kingdom of Persia. And you know when Daniel interpreted this dream, Daniel was in the kingdom of Babylon. But God showed him what? Governments, what earthly world rulers will come after Babylon? And the one that came exactly as Daniel saw it was Persia. And Persia is today modern Iraq, modern uh, 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 Iran. Amen. Babylon is Iraq. Persia is Iran. In fact, the Iranians... Love to be called Persians. Even if you go to the shop, you look for a good carpet, you get Persian carpets, which are of the highest class of carpets, Persia. Okay, that's the, the, the part of this image of silver. Then the middle, the waist, was of bronze. And this was the Grecian kingdom, Greece. And after Persia, Greece. With Alexander the Great came. And you will see there that it split in four parts. Because when Alexander the Great he died at a very young age. And he was swift in, in conquering nations. At 33 years old I think he died. 
And four of his generals divided the kingdom in four. Each one took his part. Wow. And then Daniel said, Nebuchadnezzar, after the bronze part, you saw the two legs of iron and the toes of iron, the ten toes. But the ten toes were mixed with iron and clay. Can I tell you what that means? And, and this, this kingdom was the Roman Empire. And it was in that kingdom's power at that time when Rome governed the world that Jesus Christ was born. And you will read in Daniel chapter 9, it was this empire that crucified the Messiah. Daniel chapter 9 will tell you that the Messiah was cut off from those who destroyed Jerusalem. Daniel chapter 9. I get excited. Wow. And the Bible says, after they cut off the Messiah, there will be a time of 2,000 years. Then the last week, of Daniel, 70 weeks will kick in. And the last week is seven years. The seven years of the great tribulation. And then the Bible says, there from that people that cut off the Messiah, out of them will come the super satanic political leader of one world government. And we'll read of him now before we close tonight. But I want to end off by telling you as a shock where and how and who will might be the Antichrist. Wow, are you ready for it? Are you excited? Uh, are you hungry for it? You can go look it up in the Bible. Amen. You can go look it up. This comes after study. Reading, researching, hallelujah to the glory of God. Amen. Are we through? No, Daniel chapter 2 still. The Bible says the ten toes will be ten federation of nations. Today already there's the revival of the Roman Empire. We see it. In the European common market. Wow. Where 727 nations already. Have given their power military might. And their money power. To one government. Governed by the euro. Money. The euro is strong. And it is a great superpower in the world. Wow, this is the revived Roman Empire with the ten toes. But why are the ten toes mixed with iron and clay? Because they won't stick together. Already in Brexit, Britain has left this European common market. You will see many more like that. And you will see even when the Superman arise out of this Euro Power, the satanic superman of the world. He will put down of these ten federation of nations, three of them. 
Let's go. And before I go to Daniel chapter 7, because it's very important. Amen. Daniel chapter 2. Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar, you've seen the statue. You've seen this giant of a man. But in your dream, you saw a stone from itself being released from a high place. And the stone became bigger and bigger, bigger. And it crushed this giant of a metal being. It crushed it right at its foot. That nothing remains. And Daniel interpreted it. After these four kingdoms, Nebuchadnezzar, the stone is a kingdom of which Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He will come at the second coming and crush all kingdoms, all Gentile powers. Wow! And he will set up his kingdom because this stone, Daniel said, it, it grew like into a mountain that covered the whole world. This is the kingdom of God in his glory with Jerusalem as the headquarters where the king of kings will reign from to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now I'm back. I'm going to Daniel chapter 7. Remember Daniel 2 is man's view. But Daniel chapter 7, the same kingdoms. This is from God's point of view. Isn't God beautiful? Amen. And from God's point of view, they are beasts. They are animals. And let me start. But it's the same kingdoms. So, the first creature he saw was a lion. The second one, let me say, out of the lion came an eagle. But the second one was a bear. And the third one a leopard. And the fourth one. There's no animal likened to it. It is called the wild vicious beast. Wow. That is. Can I go through them? The lion. Direct interpretation. Amen. Is Babylon. And then the bay, it is Persia. Do you have it? And then the leopard is Greece. And then the other beast, there's no one like him. He is, that's Rome. Do you have that? Wow. And the Bible says, out of this beast came ten horns. And this is the ten federation of nations in Rome. Wow. Where the Pope headquarters the Vatican of the Roman Catholic Church is. Do you hear me? It's there in Belgium around there. Where the headquarters of, of the European Commonwealth market is. I was there one day. Amen. And even they say they have a computer there called the beast. They even tell us that Barack Obama's vehicle that he had was called the beast. What a shock. I'll tell you more about those kind of things. Because we need to have eyes to hear. Ears to see. 
because God will tell you he is innocent of everybody. I gave all a good opportunity. The Bible even says in Second Peter chapter 3, don't think the Lord is slow when it comes to the promise of the rapture. He is slow because he wants everyone to come to repentance. Hallelujah. This is an opportunity for the church, even this lockdown, to repent from dead works, to repent from our egos, to repent from our prayerlessness, to repent from our soulless, fetty preaching, jumping around, more sweat than inspiration, perspiration more than inspiration. Listen, I am also sweating. I don't have a, a problem like that. But man, the quality of feeding. I, I tell my sons, can I tell you? It's like when I was a child, you, you, you are, when you make a fire, you are at your happiest when we throw in newspapers in the fire, when we put in paper in the fire. Oh, the flame! Oh, we get excited! Wow! What a shock! But afterwards, you blow it away. It's just ashes you blow away. But when this calls, you don't appreciate it as a child. You just want to see wildfire! I tell you, the church is addicted to this kind of flimsy preaching. When somebody comes with calls and teach such people, you lose them. They wonder, what is this? They, stay, they look shocked. You say, Edgar, why do you preach like this? I preach with the mantle of Elijah, my brothers and sisters. I was and we were like us. We were in the making for many, many years to the glory of God. Hallelujah. 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 Let, and then the Bible says, ten horns. And out of them came a little horn. And this was the beast that we're going to read about and hope to end on in Revelation chapter 13. I'll show you. Ah, Revelation chapter 13. There's two other beasts. One who come out of the sea. And that is the one that I'm just speaking to you now about. That is the Gentile satanic political superman. The one who will govern the one world order. And the thing is happening right here before our eyes. How the world are busy coming together as a one world order. Where I've told you, you have nations coming together, the United Nations. So it's a one world people coming. You get the Arab League of Nations coming together. You get the European Common Market coming together. You get the World Council of Churches coming together. You get the World Health Organization coming together. You get Pan-Africa coming together. You have Brexit where, 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 where China and, and, and Brazil, South Africa and India India and all and are coming together. This is the plan of Satan, bringing the world together, bringing a one world order together. Let me run quickly and give you what I see in this beast. I wonder if I must go there. I think I leave it for next time. But let's go to Revelations chapter 
13. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I live where I see, where I'm seeing America for you now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because I've got a few more minutes, 10 to 12 minutes. Amen. Are you with me? Revelation chapter 13. Here we'll find two beasts. Are you there in Revelation chapter 13? It's verse 1. You'll find a beast coming out of the sea. But in Revelation 13 verse 11, you'll find another beast coming up out of the earth. Let me tell you, I don't know why most Bible books written confuse these two beasts. Many and most say the one that come out of the sea is the Antichrist. It's not the Antichrist. Can I tell you why? The Antichrist, if he's a Gentile, he will never be accepted to the Jews as the Messiah. Do you hear me? He will never be. And the second point is, it's the second beast out of the earth that will give the mark 666. So how can the first beast be the Antichrist? I'll tell you now, it is the Gentile Superman Satanic inspired super governor of the world. And here you're going to see now, in this beast, are all four kingdoms that Daniel chapter 7 speaks of. You'll see in this beast, the Gentile beast, you'll see in this one, you will see the lion, the bear. Hey, do you hear me? And you will see the leopard. Please listen to you Thursday and I'll tell you more about these four beasts. And I'll tell you where you will see America, even Britain. You will see Russia. You will see Iran. You will even see Africa. Wow. And here they all in this, they give their power. They give their power to this mighty beast coming up out of the sea. The sea is the nations that you can go and read for yourself in Revelation 17 verse 15. Let me read it for you. Revelation 17 verse 15. And he said to me, the waters which you saw, where the, where the harlot sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. Do you see that? Amen. The waters which you saw, the sea are peoples, multitudes, nations and tongues. So here comes this beast out of the sea. And I must tell you, both of them. Must be alive now already. Uh, the Antichrist. Is alive. He must be somewhere. With all the other signs. That has happened. I tell. Can I tell you even. Before I forget. Even the Antichrist. Even the Arab nations. Is, expect a 12th Imam. Which is called the Mahadi. The Mahadi. 
pay. And they believe when there's trouble in the earth, the Mahadi will come and conquer the world for their religion. Wow. Even, even uh, 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 the former prime minister of Iran, he told in the United Nations, he spoke all of these things. They expect this. So even that religion expect a, some kind of a Messiah. Do you know the Jews expect a Messiah? Jesus told them, you don't believe in me. Someone will come in his own name and you will accept him as your Messiah. The Jews expect a Messiah. For us, the Christ is here, but many don't want him as the Lord. They want him as a savior, as a provider of money and of clothing and of good works and don't want to work for him and come under his authority. The Bible speaks in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, there will come another Jesus with another gospel, with another spirit. And false apostles. And we will. And the world will receive them. And the false church will receive them. Revelation 17 and 18. Speak of the harlot church. Mystery Babylon. Mother of harlots. You must follow me preaching. This Sunday morning. 10, 10 a.m. Preaching to you. Come out of Babylon my people. Wow. Here we are. And let me labor this. Give me 10 more minutes and I'll be through to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Remember, we started quarter two or 10, 22. Amen. Are you with me? Let me read to you the beast that comes out of the sea. Who is he? I repeat. Repetition is the mother of all learning. So I repeat that it is clear in your mind that this beast is not the Antichrist. Uh, it's not the Antichrist. This is the Gentile, militant, superman of the world. And let's read of him. Amen. Are you with me? And he stood on the sand of the seashore. And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns. Do you see there the ten horns that I read, uh, spoke to you about in Daniel chapter 7? And seven heads, and on, his, and on his horns were ten diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And the beach which, which I saw was like a leopard. Doesn't that remind you of Daniel chapter 7? Can you see how wonderful prophecy is? How many years after Daniel, John was alive? How many years, thousands of years after Daniel... And John was on an island, Patmos. They put him there to die. And Jesus appeared to him and said, write this in a scroll. And he was writing and here, these are letters from our Lord. These are letters from the, the darling of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ, the boss of the church. We need to give the church back to Jesus. This is the head of the church, no headquarters. Hey, anyone who want to lead the work in the church of God must be plucked into the head of the church every day. Hey, we must get our instructions from Jesus. Jesus said, I will build my church. 
How does he build it? Through those who are every day in contact with headquarters. Jesus Christ is the headquarters and the headship of the church. He's the Lord of the church. Hallelujah. And the beast which I saw, verse 2, was like a leopard. And his feet were those of a bear. And his mouth, the mouth of a lion. And the dragon, who is the dragon? The devil himself. The dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. The devil knows how to work and support somebody. The church don't even know this. The devil will give support to somebody if he wants success. Wow. He gives his throne, his power and his authority. Verse 3. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been slain. And his fatal wound was healed. And the whole earth was amazed. And followed after the beast. In other words the Roman Empire was gone. Here miraculously. Here it is again. Where the Caesars like Nero. And Augustus and Julius Caesar. Where they govern. And they govern as gods. They govern Nero and, and these men, they, they govern as gods. Hey, and they persecuted the church. It was when Constantine became Caesar that he also became a so-called Christian by a dreamy head of a, of a cross in the sky or a vision. And he conquered with that cross. And then he forced everybody to become Christians. That's how Christianity became messed up, full of yeast, full of false teaching, because they were forced with their pagan religions, with their idols, with their feasts, to come into the church. And we are still struggling to get the church rid of these traditions and of these yeast and leaven. Wow. And many in the church keep it and hold unto it, unto it as if it's scripture. What a shock. Hey, the dragon. And verse, verse 4. And they worship the dragon. Because this is what Satan was after all the time. He said even to Jesus. I'll give you this world. With its kingdoms. And its riches. If you bow before me. Because Satan left heaven. With a rebellion. With a third of God's angels. Read about him. In Isaiah 14. The fall of Satan. Wow. His name is explicitly stated there. As Lucifer. And there's five I wills. He said I will. Get to the highest. I will overthrow God. Be careful for those who are strong in themselves. With a, I will. I do it. I do it my way. My God help us. And he was called the king of Babylon. Here he is. And here Jesus rejected. But many in the church have received and welcomed the, the offer of Satan. By bowing to the world Egypt systems. Mercy, you can get it, the prosperity, but it goes through the cross. 
not by deception, not by schemes, not by pyramid schemes, not by other means and ways and styles who you know and, 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 and running after. Man, you must repent. I just heard an apostle preach a short message of encouragement this morning to us out of Isaiah 30. And that was the word God gave me. Wow. And he said, you go to Egypt and get your horses and swift horses there. The Lord said, I will bring your walls down. I will bulge your walls, which means swell and burst. And he says, in repentance. And rest, there you will find the will and the purpose. It's time to repent. When I came to the Lord, the seven churches in Revelation chapter 2 and 3, five times Jesus said to the church, repent, repent. My brothers and sisters, this after this lockdown, we cannot go on the same. I had to repent. I repent daily. I repent and God must help us to repent. It is low down where the oil flow. Hallelujah. I'm going to end with this beast. And please be back on Thursday and I will tell you what the Antichrist will be like. The beast coming out of the land. Don't miss it. It will be a surprise to you. I'm completing this beast now. Verse 4. And they worshipped the dragon. Because he gave his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast. Saying. Who is like the beast? And who is able to, uh, to, to, uh, to wage war with him? Wow. I don't know. But I'll tell you a mystery also. At this time, I don't think America will still be the superpower. Verse 5. And there was given him, this beast, a mouth speaking arrogant words and blasphemies and authority to act for 42 months was given to him. Is the 42 months ring at the bell in you? Wow. After Elijah was gone from the earth. The second uh, 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 person that was raptured from the earth. The Bible says, Elisha remained behind. And then young men came out of the bush and mocked him. And young men came out of the bush and mocked him. And they said to Elisha, you bold head, go up. Wow. But the Bible says Elijah turned around and he cursed them. And the Bible says two female bears came out of the bush and killed 42 of them. Female bears. Here we get the bears. The one come out of the sea. The other one come out of the earth. And 42 of them were killed. And why female because female means these were under the authority of the dragon, which is Satan himself. What a revelation. What a word. Hallelujah. To female bears. You know how a bear kills? It takes you limp from limp apart. A, 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 a bear is cruel. Kill you in a cruel way. 
Wow. And here the Bible says in verse 6. And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God. To blaspheme his name. And his tabernacle. That those who dwell in heaven. You know who is he cursing? Who he lash out? Those who dwell in heaven. That's the church. Those who left the earth already three and a half years before that. And then verse 7. And it was given to him to make war with the saints. Those are the Jews that are coming to the Lord. Those are other Gentiles who are prepared now to die for Jesus. These are the backsliders. These are the dogs and the swines that ate up the word of God and turned against the church. These are those who turn back to their vomit. Oh, many of them will run to church. Hey, I preached when I was at Bible school a sermon, the last prayer meeting. And you know what was the last prayer meeting? Immediately after the rapture, that was what I was preaching when I was at Bible school. After the rapture, the church buildings will be full because mommy and daddy is gone. Brother and sister is gone. People have disappeared. Hey, and but do you know those who are fully with the devil will run for the cars of believers and for the properties of believers, but many will run to churches. Many will weep. My mommy is gone. My husband is gone. They have gone with the rapture and many will be prepared not to take the mark of the beast, but they will die for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, what a shock. My friend, give your life to Jesus now. Amen. And verse 7, we're nearly through. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority over every tribe, people, tongue, and nation was given to him. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lord who has been slain. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is destined for, for captivity, to captivity he goes. If anyone kills with the sword, with the sword he must be killed. Here is the perseverance and the faith of the saints. My brothers and sisters, we are in the countdown to the rapture. Wake up. This beast, this person, it's alive, I believe so. Wow, we need to get ready because these are the spirits that's going to attack the church as we move to the rapture because persecution will come. And are you of that material and metal to, to take suffering and persecution? But let me tell you, a great revival and a great harvest. And the outpouring of the Spirit is here. But I must tell you. Many speak of this outpouring. But I will tell you. It will only come. To those who have repented. They will experience it. To the glory of God. Amen. Please if you want to give your life to the Lord Jesus now. Please pray this prayer with me. And in the same time. Let those who want to come closer to the Lord. Pray and follow also this prayer. You pray it not to me. Pray it to God 
as if you stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. I've spoken to you as a watchman. Please pray for me, pray for my wife, pray for the prophets and the men of God who God busy are selecting. Out of all the stones, David will select the five stones and he's busy gathering together a remnant to the glory of God. So everybody that's prepared, like in the day of Gideon, you must take up your cross. What is your cross? It's where your will and God's will cross. Your cross is the place where you die on. I have this cross and many times around my neck, other cross to remind me, Edgar, there's nothing good in you. You must die to yourself and live for him who died on the cross for you. Let's pray this prayer together. Lord Jesus Christ, I repent of all my sins. I am sorry for my rebellion and for my own willpower that worked against you. I am a sinner. I am a lover of this world. But today, Lord Jesus, I turn away from the world and I turn away from Satan and I turn away from my idolatry, my own ego, my own world. And I submit my life to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, be Lord of my life. Save me from hell. Save me from demons and from Satan. I am yours, Lord Jesus. You are my Savior. I embrace you as my Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, make me a disciple, a follower of Jesus. I humble myself before you. I repent for my lukewarmness. I repent from dead works. I want to live to your glory. I want to beautify your church. I want to be a soldier in the army of God. I love you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Son of the living God. You are my life. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that I'm part of your family. Abba, Father, thank you for your love. In Jesus' blessed name. Amen. After the song, just wait, please, for the blessing of a man of God. The blessing means an impartation and empowerment to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Please go over this teaching again by yourself. Praise God and all the others. And I see you think about it these last few moments. It won't be long.
God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, he bless you. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ bless you. The Lord protects you with his angels. The Holy Spirit leads you into the purpose of God for your life and for the church of God. The Lord covers you with his precious blood. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be blessed. God the Father loves you, the Holy Spirit accompanies you, and Jesus is your Lord and your head. Go in the peace of the living God. Go into your closet and seek the face of God. Go out and be fruitful in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. See you on Thursday, 6.30. God bless you.